And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Welcome into the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rhymes. Brandon Rhymes is on vacation today. My name is James DeJerome. I'm the executive producer of the Consumer Quarterback Show. We've got the same show set up for you today that we always do. We're going to tell you something good like we always do in our Feel Good segment. And we've assembled a group of partners to provide some information to empower you in the marketplace like we always do. I want to thank Brandon for giving me the opportunity to fill in while he's on vacation. Uh, the Consumer Quarterback Show is something I really feel passionately about. I want you to understand that uh, Brandon goes out of his way to build this program for those in the marketplace. We want you to feel good about your business decisions and have some knowledge about what you're doing. We understand you may not be buying a, a roof or a, a house or in a screen room this exact moment, but when time comes and you need information about it, you'll remember that we have a group of partners here. You can check them all out on ConsumerQB.com that have gone out of their way to provide some information for you, and we want you to take advantage of the stuff we're doing today. In addition to that, we've got some great sponsors on the show. I want to tell you about the Bill Mar Beach Resort. Uh, you've heard Clyde Smith on the show, if you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Clyde is a GM down there at the Bill Mar Beach Resort, and you know everyone needs to get away once in a while, and there's not a better place to do it than the Bill Mar Beach Resort. Uh, really, I, I always talk to Clyde about the fact that it's like a throwback. I don't, I, you know, you're familiar with Hilton and Hyatt and the kind of chain hotels you run into all the time. The Bill Mar Beach Resort has character. You know, it's unique. It's a one of a kind hotel in a really unique setting back there. Uh, lots to eat, lots to do. Man, it's it's a place you want to go to get away, and don't don't underestimate the the value of getting away for a day or two at the beach. So, if you need to, Bill Mar Beach Resort, no question, call the GM Clyde Smith. He's a member of the show. Tell him you heard it on the Consumer Quarterback Show. He will hook you right up, man. That is a great place to go. In addition, Brandon is uh, uh, with KW. I mean, Brandon owns the Platinum MVP team. He talks a lot about real estate. That's why so many of our uh, partners on the show relate to home services, whether it's roofing, plumbing, solar, uh, screen rooms. We're going to talk a lot about home services, but Brandon himself is always interested in giving you some real estate knowledge, and I'm going to pitch some properties that he gave me to tell you about. He's got one here at uh, 4209 Preserve Place, uh, 4209 Preserve Place in Palm Harbor. It's waterfront. It's a gorgeous uh, setup. You know, a lot of folks need uh, glasses like I do to read these things. Hang on a second. Owner pride shines through in this well-maintained and maintenance-free condo in Landsbrook. Two-bedroom split floor plan, plenty of privacy and space. Uh, volume and cathedral ceilings make the living spaces feel much more open. They've got a lanai patio, Fred. So hang on a second. We're going to introduce you to Fred Muth. He can tell you about lanais and patios. Kitchen has newer appliances, granite countertops, accent lighting. It's really uh, a great setup here. It's a save electricity. Uh, enjoy the view of a pond, oversized family room, uh, screened porch, Pocket side doors, even has a boat ramp. Man, you can't beat it. 4209 Preserve Place. He's got another one for me at 12208 Four Oaks Road, right in Tampa, Florida. This is a builder developer's prime development opportunity here in the heart of Tampa Bay. He's got five acres. Future land use is residential, up to nine units per acre. Multifamily seems to be the highest and best use. Uh, there's little to no value in SFR home in this land development opportunity. Think of your opportunities here for townhouses or maybe some type of mixed use with commercial storefronts. Man, what an opportunity at 12208 Four Oaks Road in Tampa. And lastly, I'm going to tell you about 6417 Yvette Drive in Hudson, Florida. Uh, it says, bring your boat and jet skis. Waterfront, two bedrooms, two baths, one car garage, great opportunity, Hudson Beach Estates. 
You're right near a deep seawater, uh, saltwater canal, right near the open waters of the Gulf of Mexico. Mexican tile flooring throughout, tile countertops, nice appliances, master suites, huge walk-in closet. Man, what a good-looking spot that is, 6417 Yvette Drive in Hudson. So if you see any properties on the, during the show that you like, get in touch with Brandon, the team over at KW. They are waiting, and you know there's not many houses out there. We have a low inventory in Tampa Bay, so if you want to strike while the iron's hot, you get in touch with Brandon, and let's get you set up. Okay, so on the show today, Fred Muth, one of the longest partners we have on the show, Tampa Screens and Aluminum. If you guys don't have a screen room at your house, I guess you're just hiding inside because it's brutal out there. It, it, there's no way you're going to comp- compete with all the no CMs and mosquitoes. Fred, tell them what they're missing. Well, they're missing me coming out there giving them a free estimate. <laughs> well, that's the first part. That's the first part. Hey, by the way, I'm, I'm listening to you and the real estate. You know, I'm ready to write the check here. You be, you better get your sales associate license. Yeah, I'm, I need something because I'm, I want to buy the house. As soon as I started looking at them, I'm thinking, boy, what I'd love to live there. I'm not even pitching it yeah. anymore. I'm just looking at yeah, it for yeah, myself. Yeah, that's, that's one of the things, you know, when you have the license and you're out active in the business and you have a little bit of cash to spend, sometimes you want to buy your own inventory. Yeah, I can imagine you run into a house and be like, this would be a great place for a screen room. Oh, well, that's, you know, I say that about all of them, but, uh, you know, that's in my blood right now. Things are very good, James, in our business. We are extremely busy. And um, one of the big problems that um, the entire industry is facing right now, believe it or not, is a shortage of labor. Hmm. Um, we, we experience that quite often, you know, when the storms hit and this and that and the other. But a lot of the... A lot of the installation crews are, you know, they're a little cautious about this COVID thing, and uh, sure. they're not as they're not as uh, aggressive as they were in the past. And I, I can't blame them. Everybody that I'm talking to in uh, in business right now is somewhat nervous about what's going on. What are you seeing over there with it? Well, you know, everyone, like you said, is is making sure they don't overextend themselves. They want to be in a position to not uh, lose too much in, in case they this thing extends too far. But like you said, there are those businesses that are really uh, making hay at this point. So it depends on where you are and, and how aggressive you want to be. But I've seen lots of folks uh, uh, in the in the takeout restaurant business just, uh, say, for instance, a pizza place, doing three times their normal volume. Uh, now, uh, the restaurants that are relying on diners in, they're suffering. But there are certain niche uh, markets and certain niche opportunities that have presented themselves here. Sure, sure. Some of the restaurants, for example, um, and I and I mentioned uh, Portillo's because I'm not far from them. Right. They they are you if you, when, you, when you get in line them or Chick Fil A, mm-hmm. it's a long line to get served, <laughs> and so they're doing okay because I don't think that they're losing money because they're not filling the inside of the building. Right. Um, some of the indus- some of the restaurants um, that you know the establishments that serve alcohol, obviously they're losing. Right. Um, because they have to be more than 50% capacity because they don't make a lot of money on food. They they make the money on the alcohol more so than food, and they can't serve the alcohol. They're the ones that my heart go out to yeah. because, you know, it's it's just a, it's dollars and cents. If you do the math, it, it hurts. I, and I think restaurants, uh, at one time I heard a number, something like if they weren't at 80% capacity, uh, they were breaking, they weren't even breaking even. So they, they got to be above 80 yeah. Um, so if they're working at fifty, though technically it's a it's a loss, and and that's a, that's a terrible situation. Yeah. I live in Brandon, and there's a lot of restaurants and bars over here, and 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 I see you know I see them just sitting there not doing business, and I just say, what's going to happen to these places? And and the owners that are in there, obviously, um, the people who own the buildings, who own the real estate, they're taking a hit as well because if the bar restaurant stops paying the bill, sure. 
you know, they're, they're upside down. So, I mean, it's, uh, we, we don't know where we're going with this thing. I, I don't want to sound pessimistic. I'm no. just um, realistic about what's going on. You but are. we're still sell- selling patios and screen rooms. Yeah, that's um, the thing. I've noticed that people are kind of taking that income that they may have spent otherwise on vacations or some other amenities and kind of putting it into their house. I've noticed a ton of different uh, home improvement businesses that are also doing quite well. Well, yeah. And here's another concept. Um, I've heard this, and, and now I've felt it. Uh, where the people are not going to the community pool, so they're buying the pool, and obviously we're selling the cage. Yeah. Now, I I sold a project up in um, Land Lakes about four weeks ago, and it was an extension off the back. The fellow was going to put in a hot tub. Nice thing. I got the whole thing in progress. He called me two, a week and a half ago, and he said, what's it going to take to put to hold off on this because now we want a pool. We can't see us going anywhere over the next year. I said, well, you know, we'll do what we have to do. So he's buying the pool now. Obviously, we're going to get the cage. But but this this happens. This is what's Mm -hmm. happening right now in this business. People are purchasing pools right and left. They're purchasing screens. They're staying at their home. Uh, You know, they have to improve the house. Now, my brother, he's and I mentioned this last time as well. He's a contractor in another state. He's, He's in the Philadelphia area. He's never been so busy in his life. Really? And, and, and basically, he's a home improvement contractor. So it's not just Florida. It's uh, it's elsewhere as well. Yeah, it's absolutely something people people are taking advantage of the time at home to, to modify the home. You talked about uh, the pool. I think the gym, the home gym is becoming another thing that people are trying to renovate or find a space in their house to create a gym environment for exercise. Well, yeah, and some of the screen rooms are being built for that purpose as well. I, I didn't mention that, and I'm glad that you did because that's it's an absolute true true statement right there. Yeah, I think that uh, anything you can do to improve your quality of life, you know, when you're stuck at home. So these folks are realizing, hey, the screen room gives us a chance to get outside. Kids aren't going to get bit by bugs. Uh, it's just a, a, a way to expand your square footage and really add some value. Yeah, and if you think about it, um, you know, home's a nice place to be, but if you're there for too long, uh, you know, it gets to be mundane. You you want to make you want to you want to make changes. You don't you don't want to sit in the exact same environment all the time. So a lot of things are happening. There's interior work being done by the homeowners themselves. They're they're cleaning up, changing, painting, rearranging, buying new furniture. Uh, it's just you know, trickle up, trickle down. This is this is what's happening with this pandemic. Now, when we come back, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we want to talk to you a little bit about hurricane season and how you guys handle it. And I want to know if, if you've had any issues supply. Do you guys try to up supplies or get ready by oversupplying before hurricane season, that kind of thing, so you're ready for it? Anyway, we'll discuss a little bit more about hurricane season and what you can do to protect your screen rooms and how Tampa Screens and Aluminum handles hurricane season right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Stay with us and check us out online, consumerqb.com. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rives. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rimes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. 
Hey, Brandon Rimes here. I'm a top 1% realtor in the United States with Keller Williams Realty, the number one real estate company in the world. We're looking for buyers, sellers, and investors that would like to work with our top team in the area. Reach out at ConsumerQB.com. Just submit an email form at ConsumerQB.com or give us a call or a text at 813-670-7372. Call or text 813-670-7372 and we will help you win in negotiations with your real estate deals. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. That's right. ConsumerQB.com offers you an opportunity to get in touch with all our show partners and kind of get a feel for what we do here on the show. The consumer advocacy approach is one that requires us finding partners. We're going to vet business owners. We're going to encourage them to come on the show and share some information with you guys to make you a little bit stronger in the marketplace. Uh, we've done that with all categories. I mean, we're across all different fields in everything from healthcare, home services. We have a lot of legal team, uh, a lot of legal folks on our team as well. And we always tell you something good in, in our show as well. One of the segments that we continue to do and is a backbone of the program is the feel good segment. That's coming up today. I've got a great feel good story for you. And now I've got one of our partners. We've been talking to Fred Mew from Tampa Screens and Aluminum. Fred does, uh, like I said, has been with the show for multiple years. So Fred, tell him it's not just about you getting business from the show. You you like doing the show. I love doing the show. And I, I unfortunately, I can't come into the studio because I'm, you know, I'm cautious with the right, right. problem that we have out there right now. And I miss the studio. Uh, there was, there was just something about going into the studio and, uh, the nervous energy before you go on. Right. Um, and of course you, in the break room, you have these great conversations and you, you know, you wish you brought the mic into the, into the break room because <laughs> it would have been a, a superior show. <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I like, I like the group. Um, everybody in the group is, is very nice. And, uh, uh, I've referred many of them out and um, everybody has done a good job and, and they've done the same with me. So it's, it's a big plus So any business out there that, that, you know, that is very, uh, um, conscious of mm-hmm. how they market their business, sure. uh, I would always suggest get involved with a with a program like this. It, I, it's just beautiful. But this started out, you know, we we had a, a long a long time ago. We had a, um, a trusted contractors alliance, and that's how I got involved because okay. some of them guys went to the show. Okay, and, so you see, and they brought me in as a guest, and and I just said, "This is beautiful. This this works out." Yeah, nice. let me set that for you. Fred actually predates my uh, time here in the show. I've been with the show a couple of years, but Fred's been here a little longer than I have, so he recalls the uh, the actual genesis and how things got started. Yeah, yeah. We at one point we were in the other in the other studio, right. and uh, that was that was amazing because there was uh, you know you were down there on off of Gandhi and you would see all these uh, major radio personalities come you brush shoulders with them and you could talk to them <laughs> it was nice. 
And uh, just, you know, everybody's just, uh, even though they're radio personalities, they're just ordinary average people, just like all of us. And right. um, very, very nice people to talk to. I tell you, the idea behind the show makes so much sense. You know, you get a bunch of business owners together. The first thing they want to do is is tell everyone about how good they are and what they can do for each other. So you guys refer business to one another, which is great. So you're out in the field and you run into somebody who needs a roofer. You run into somebody who needs a plumber. You know exactly who to call. It's somebody you're familiar with. Somebody you can say, I have their contact information. I trust them completely. The second part of that is the fun of actually doing the show. You know, sometimes people forget that there is a lot of energy and a lot of fun that goes into producing a radio TV show. Sure is. Uh, when we would, when I would share the mic with two other guests, um, we would always stir up the conversation in different directions. And, and I felt that that was very entertaining for the poor souls that are out stuck in a traffic jam, because that's when this show airs. And generally, that's me that's out there stuck in a traffic jam. So I can appreciate that. Now, you're still driving, doing all your estimates in the field. I do. Um, I'm probably measuring physically 10 to 15 jobs a week right now. And I'm able to bid uh, at least 10 to 15 a week uh, based on, um, you know, email. You know, they, I'll, I'll get photos. Mm-hmm. I'll get the surveys, that kind of thing. But if you want to sell the work, you, you really have to, at some point, show up to the site. Right. You know, you can't just bid it. You're, you're out there to make a sale. And if you just provide bids and provide bids, that's all you're doing is providing bids. But every job that I bid, even if I do it over email or whatever, I make sure that I visit the site at some point and uh, at least have eye, eye contact with a homeowner. I, I don't get close to people. I, even with a mask, I stay 15 to 20 feet away from people because I'm nervous. But uh, at least they see me, we can talk, and uh, and that's how we close it. No, they understand. In the long run, you're looking out for them. I think that's a positive all the way around. Uh, now, when you get out there, we talk a lot on the show about people wanting these, you know, lanai. They, they're not sure exactly what it is. They, they've heard about it. They want it. One of the things they see, and let's put it right here, you've got to look at where the groundwater is going to go. I know this is something we talked about before. You think building a screen room is much less intense than a house or an addition onto your home, but you still better take care to to note exactly what your uh, runoff and elevations and everything are. Very important. Uh, And I I go back to the cookie-cutter parcel, 100 by 100, for example. That's 10,000 square feet. Let's say the home now occupies 2160 of that. It's a cookie-cutter house, and you have 800 in driveway and uh, sidewalk. Now, you want to add 1,000 on the back. Um, let's say you're going to go 60 by 17 or something on the back. <clears throat> you have to realize that you are eliminating a lot of percolation. Right now, the, uh, the, the ground is percolating okay, okay? But when you come in and add that extra concrete and take away that percolation, the water has to go somewhere because it used to percolate right there. And in a lot of cases, it'll go to your neighbor's, your neighbor's yard or, or places where it doesn't belong. Where I live in Brandon, um, I'm, I'm a... We're, we're a very elevated, we're one of the highest places out here. Mm-hmm. So we don't have any issues, but I go to South Tampa quite often and I have friends in South Tampa. They have nothing but, but drainage problems down yeah. there. And I mean, I, I don't know. And I'm guessing, I think the highest elevation may be 10 feet above sea level down there. Well, when the water comes down, it's got to go somewhere. And, and of course they put the culverts um, alongside of the roads and they want the they they want the, the engineers want the water to go to, go to the bay or or to the backside, uh, but when it all comes down too much and can't percolate, it it goes in the wrong places. So when you continue to build, 
you have to respect that. And uh, in South Tampa, for example, there's an equation that uh, every builder and contractor needs to follow when they're pouring concrete, where they have to provide so much green space on the property. And if you're you're overdoing that, uh, if you're exceeding that number, yeah, they won't give you the permit to do it. Yeah, I and of course, I have I have co- I have uh, customers of mine. Like for example, one fellow, he's got some children. He's in the city of Tampa. And he wanted me to um, sell him a basketball court. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and, and I, you know, it broke my heart to tell the guy I couldn't do it. And he just, you know, I just couldn't understand why. I just kept telling him because they won't allow it. And well, let's do it, you know, without a permit. Uh-uh, it's not me. I'm not going to create that problem, you know. Absolutely. Because, uh, you know, I, I drive through there all the time. And I find even on days it doesn't rain, the puddles don't go away. So they're standing water. Yeah, they're standing water all the time, even in 24 hours without rain. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and and you know, um, obviously when it's when the when the tide is high, the water's high as well. Right. Where our drainage water is not tidal, but it's affected. So we it's talked about uh, some of the the different unique designs that you guys are capable of with the panoramic views and that kind of thing. I wanted just to ask you: Does that make it more susceptible to to wind? You know, we're coming into hurricane well, season. I just wanted to get your opinion. Yeah, it's, it's a great question. When, when the Pano View first came out, uh, I was apprehensive about soliciting or even trying to bid them because I wanted to know that it was proven. And initially, when it came out, there were some issues with uh, the aluminum would twist and turn a little bit in the heat and it would provide it would it would make the screen wrinkle. Uh, so. They've upgraded everything, and now there's a fabric that we call it a polyfabric that stretches much more so than standard fabric, and it's got give to it so that when the guys roll it in, it's like they're it's like a rubber band. It's right. pulling so that um, it's real tight, and then if there is any con- uh, expansion and contraction with the aluminum, which there always will be, uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't create wrinkles in the fabric. So that that's a big plus. Um, I, I'm not the kind of guy that wants to stretch uh, a panel view beyond about 22 feet. I like uh, 22 is about as far as I like to go. We can go a little further. If we have to go much further than 22, we have to use a different uh, different style beam on the top, much heavier beam. I mean, it's something that you would see on a bridge, basically. And it's not pretty, but it's available. Now, you don't uh, need so those. There, there, I was going to say, you don't need those bigger beams. I've seen you, you, do, you do cartwheels when you're walking across those things up there, don't you, Fred? I'm not the guy that walks them, buddy. Oh, come on. Not me. You, won't, you won't find me up there. <laughs> I thought you were like a billy goat up there. You couldn't – you and walking backwards on your hands. No, no, no. No, no. That's the installers. I, I, would, see <laughs> the install, I would see these guys. First of all, a, a screen installation guy is a little different than a framer. And some of them start out as framers. They come from the north. They were framers. They come down here. They get into the aluminum business, and they realize that the tolerances are a lot different, and they like it, and they get really good at it. Right. But when I see these guys up on top, now not everybody does this, but mm-hmm. some of them will do it. They'll, they'll walk the beam. It's a two-inch wide beam. They'll walk the beam, and there'll be two guys, one on each beam, and they're pulling the fabric, rolling it in, telling jokes. No, I just can't picture and, it. And, and it's just amazing. You know, that's what I know, that these guys are unique. Yeah, I mean, I would be. I would think you'd have to weigh 120 pounds maximum to be able to be safe up there. Yeah, well, no, the beams can take the weight. Uh, one of my competitors, who I, I used to share the, um, we used to work home shows together. They would work one end of the show, I would work the other, and they would actually hang an automobile 
from their sample. They built a cage <laughs> inside, wow, uh, about a twenty by twenty, and they would they would hang the automobile from from the beams. I had no idea it was that strong. Yeah, they're wow. very strong. I mean, they're not in our business. Um, you, you know, you, you got to figure aluminum's got a lot of give to it. So, you know, in a windstorm, it it, it twists and turns, mm-hmm. bends. Uh, it doesn't typically fail for strength reasons. It, it it fails where the connections are. Most of these screen enclosures, cages, the failure point is either co- the connection at the house or the connection at the base. Okay. And you, you, we were talking earlier about with, with the hurricane season coming up, what's, what's my advice to the homeowner? If you know a storm's coming, make sure that your, your tap cons at the perimeter that hold the cage down, okay. make sure they're tight. Make sure they're, they're not loose. And if they're loose, Go to Home Depot, get a drill, and drill a few more in. Hold it down. And make sure where it connects to the house, make sure that that's tight up there. Because, you know, from time to time, a lot of times the the fascia board will, will, will have some uh, some weather damage. It will begin to rot or whatever. Yeah. And that's a failure point. And if, if you find that, you need to address that as soon as possible before the winds start to blow. That's some solid advice right there from Fred Muth, Tampa Screens and Aluminum. Coming into a break, we come back, we've got... Millicent Athanason going to provide some legal advice for you guys. Consumer Quarterback Show rolls on. This is Work Done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. That's right. Give Brandon a call if you have any needs in the real estate area or you want to talk about the Consumer QB show. Of course, you can go to consumerqb.com and check out all our partners and find out about the show as well on there. We've got a number of great sponsors on the program. Golf Car Depot is one of our, our sponsors here on the show, and I want to bring them on and let them let you know about Golf Car Depot. Brandon and Golf Car Depot got together, and Brandon uses this thing all over the place. He's driving around, knocking on doors, making sales. The kids love it. They're pulling each other. I mean, you get a ski rope and a skateboard, and you got an afternoon uh, full right there. So uh, Golf Car Depot, they've got every kind of golf cart imaginable, all different designs and colors. Give them a call. They take care of all your golf cart needs. Uh, Star, Easy Go, Cushman, whatever you want. And again, golf carts are no longer just for golf anymore. People use them for all different kinds of things. And of course, we're always going to tell you something good on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We've got a feel-good story coming up about an Amazon driver who goes out of his way to help some folks. And I want to pitch a couple of properties for you. Uh, Brandon's given me a couple of properties that he wanted me to let you know about. 520 George Street in Tarpon is, a, is one. And this thing is bring your boat and jet skis, stand up paddle boards, and get ready to fish from your own dock. Uh, it's got a separate mother-in-law suite. It's ready for you to live the ultimate Florida dream on the water. Uh, custom-built home. It's got a separate 854-foot uh, heated square-foot apartment. It's really something else. Approximate rents uh, are calculated for you. It's got a rustic breakfast nook off the kitchen, all different kinds of values. 520 George Street, Tarpon Springs, gorgeous lakefront home. Get in touch with Brandon if you want to learn more about that one. 
He's got a piece of property for you that's really amazing, too. 19206 U.S. Highway 19 in Clearwater. This is an amazing opportunity. When uh, This thing looks like uh, the current building is equipped with five built-in cubicles, five offices. It's got a reception area, kitchen break room. It's ready for uh, any kind of business. You can have three different garage bays and workshops. You could hold up to approximately 70 cars. The site offers great visibility on US-19. It's gets a lot of traffic from uh, being on US-19 right there. It's ready, and we've got some professional pictures and drone photography coming in a couple of days for you on that property. So keep that one in mind if you want to get, get with Brandon on that one. And lastly, I want to show you 422 Wildwood Way in Bel Air. Fantastic two-story Bel Air home. Just got a new roof put on. Three-bedroom, two-bath, wonderful part of Tampa. Uh, it says that this has fresh paint throughout, large fence backyard. Uh, and I tell you, you've got all kinds of amenities in that location. Uh Close proximity to gyms, restaurants, shopping, and you're just a few minutes from the airport there. So 422 Wildwood in Bel Air. What a great spot. And any of these properties are available at Platinum MVP. And uh, give Brandon a call. KW properties all over the place for you, even in an area now with low inventory like we have in our in our current Tampa Bay situation. Get with Brandon. He'll get you into a home. Okay, so back to the Consumer Quarterback Show. We've assembled our partners today. we got Fred Muth on the phone. We spoke to him about campus screens and aluminum in the first segment. Now I've got Millie Athanason with me. Millie does uh, so much for us. Well, the fourth or fifth time you've been with us? Yes. Okay, so Millie brings all kinds of information, very prepared today. She's going to tell us a little bit about homeowners. Is that what we're doing? Absolutely. I think it would be a, a great time for everybody to take a look at their homeowner's insurance mm-hmm. policy and do a review of it to see what they've got and make sure they've got enough coverage. A lot of people have a tendency, and I, I, I'm guilty of this myself. I don't know if you are, but you know the bill comes in, you write the check, and you don't bother to look mm-hmm. at it to see what you've got. So I, I think it's important to do that. Someone says, how much insurance do you have? I say, I have $400 worth a month. I really don't know what that means. I just know what it costs me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's insured or anything about it. Absolutely. Right. So one of the things, I mean, you buy homeowner's insurance for, for two reasons, to protect the dwelling and the contents within your dwelling. And then also it's it's liability coverage in case somebody gets hurt while in your home. Okay. So those are the two reasons you're going to buy coverage. Typically, if you look at Schedule A coverage, that is for the dwelling portion of it. And that'll tell you what you've got. Usually people buy 200, 300, 400 and, and so far. Mm-hmm. They're, they're sold usually in either 50000 or $100,000 increments. Okay. And this is important too because a lot of times with mortgage lenders, you, you've got to be, you've got to have homeowners Absolutely. insurance, obviously. And also too, there's an 80% rule that you must insure it for at least 80% of its replacement value or they're not going to write the policy. Now, when we talked before insurance, it occurred to me that. What I really need insurance for is that replacement. So if, if I don't have the if – if my premium does not provide me the current replacement cost, right. then I've got to do something about that. So as, as values change, you've got to keep an eye on this kind of thing, right? Oh, absolutely. A very good point. Um, you've got to look at your policy because there's two different types of ways that they assess this. One of the ways is actual cash value. The other way is replacement cost value. Actual cash value means we take the actual cost less depreciation. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a lower amount. When it's a replacement cost, it's supposed to be without a deduction for the depreciation. 
So that's important to keep in mind because that really affects how much they're going to pay out on the claim. So usually most people want to get the replacement cost, but be careful with the wording and make sure that it says that it's without a deduction for depreciation. Okay, because otherwise that number is going to change. It certainly is, and okay. people get shocked when the insurance adjuster comes out to do you know, a survey of what the damage is and tells you what all is wrong with it, and they come up with prices. People are like shocked, like, what? You mean my furniture isn't worth that much? What are you talking about? So it's a difference between replacement value and garage sale value. Mm. So you really want to keep an eye on that, okay. too. Um, the other thing you really want to look at is you want to get make sure you've got a flood policy on there. It's required, obviously, um, for federally backed loans if you're in a flood zone. Okay, so the National Flood Insurance Program here in Florida um, provides most. I mean, you can get private, but it provides right. most of the flood coverage out there. And uh, usually the way it works is they're going to give you the cash up to $250,000 as the maximum amount. This is another one that requires diligence on the part of the homeowner because the flood zones are constantly being evaluated and reevaluated. Absolutely. So your flood zone situation may have changed, and you need to know the, about that exactly. Absolutely, because it, the premiums are based upon the flood zone level that you are in. If you're in an you know A, B, C, D, or E, whatever, so mm-hmm. you, you know that's going to make a huge difference in the premium cost too. Um, keep in mind that the flood insurance is different from actual hurricane wind damage coverage. So a lot of people think, oh, well, you know, my policy has a hurricane deductible on it. I'm, I'm covered. Right. Well, no, you're covered for the wind damage from the storm, but you're not covered from the flood damage. I've seen some uh, debating about whether this particular damage was – this water came as a result of a flood or was part of the hurricane and how, what actually did the damage. You know, and that's a very good point that you bring up because people are always having that debate with their insurance carriers. And when they come out, I mean, obviously, the insurance company wants to save money. We get that. But as a consumer, you have to be kind of your own advocate Mm. and make sure that you tell them that this was caused by the rising waters due to a flood situation because they could try to say, oh, no, it was the, 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 you know, a plumbing problem that was unrelated in the sewer line and we're not responsible for that. You can see that this can get a little tangled. So you better have somebody you can trust. Uh, Millie's here again showing you that this idea that you're going to handle this all yourself or interpret all the different legal angles, you might want to meet with a professional, at least have her take a peek at it and make sure what you're thinking is going to be something you can back up. Well, thank you. Yes, you definitely do. Hot topic right now in the world of of the hurricanes is that the amount of the deductible. The state of Florida requires that the homeowners carriers provide the wind damage or the windstorm coverage, but it's subject to a deductible. You can either get a deductible of $500, 2%, 5%, or 10%. Okay. So the question becomes is, okay, 2% of what? Is it 2% of the amount of damage to my home? Mm -hmm. And the answer is no, that is not it. It's 2% of the Schedule A coverage that you have on the dwelling. Okay. So, for example, simple mathematical thing. If you have $100,000 worth of coverage and you have a 2% deductible, that's $2,000 for every $100,000 of coverage. If it's a 5% deductible, that's $5,000 per hundred. So just think for a minute, if you had a $300,000 policy and you had 5%, 
you're going to be spending $15,000 of your own money before the insurance carrier kicks in dollar one. So if you're adjusting your payments because you, this is all you can do, it may not even be to your benefit because at the end, the bottom line is at the end, of, you have to collect. If you can't afford, if you can't afford your deductible, then you really don't have the coverage. No, that that is the sad part. So as a consumer, you need to be aware of that. And when you're purchasing the policy, yes, it may be a little bit more, but getting a lower deductible is key, I think. It, a lot of people think of it as like car insurance, getting a, a deductible on car insurance. Well, yeah, that's something when it's a $1,000. Right. When it's $15,000, we're speaking a different language now. And so I think that people need to pay attention to that. And my recommendation would be the lowest deductible that you can afford. Go with that. If you're just joining us, that's Millicent Athanason. She's a, a legal expert here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We're talking a little bit about your homeowners and what factors you need to consider when selecting and, and, and choosing a homeowner's policy. But beyond that, I would say make sure you have a good relationship with somebody that can provide you this information. I mean, as, as listeners to the Consumer Quarterback Show, we do our best to try to educate you. But you can see that this issue can get quite complex, and the specific verbiage in your policy needs to be interpreted. So, Millie, have you had an example where somebody was misled or just thought they had more than they, than they actually had in terms of coverage? It happens all the time. A, a very dear friend of mine that, li- that has property over on the east coast of Florida um, – was it three years ago when Irma came through? Was it? I think that was 2017 when Irma came through. Had some very significant damage. Mm. And the very issue came up with the replacement value versus the actual cash value. And we actually had to get somebody to go out there and do a separate assessment for us because we did not agree with the insurance assessment. So we had to get, like, basically an independent adjuster to do that for us. And it was kind of a fight. We we were successful at the end. Right. But it wasn't without a lot of, like, I call it agita, Mm. a lot of aggravation, just going through that process. And as a homeowner, you can imagine how frightening that is you've already got damage to your home you can't stay in it and now you've got to fight with the insurance company over what they're going to pay for Mm -hmm. so it's not just a relationship with uh someone that you can interpret your policy you may have to take action you may have to find a resource to allow you to take the next step in this so think ahead plan read your policy and get with somebody who can provide you some sound advice. Uh, we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to get more from Millie about homeowners and what you can do. We're going to bring Fred into the conversation because when you modify your home with the screen room or whatever, you may have to visit this policy again and make some changes to it. So come on back and check us out, Consumer QB Show. We're going to go into our last segment. We're going to tell you something good as well. i got a feel-good story about an Amazon driver who goes out of his way. Come on back and check us out, ConsumerQB.com. This is Work Done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rhymes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253. Free CMA and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.net. PlatinumMVP. Realty.net. 
Brandon Rimes here, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We want to offer a rent versus own analysis to anyone renting. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to our consumer advocate hotline, 813-670-7372. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to 813-670-7372. We're going to hook you up with a rent versus own analysis and break it down how easy we can get you into home ownership with 100% financing options available. ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property don't leave money on the table list with the platinum mvp team at keller williams realty i'm brandon rhymes reach me at 813-670-7372 or platinummvpteam.com. you're listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. ConsumerQB.com is where you can find all the partners on the Consumer Quarterback Show and a little more information about our program here. We've gone out of our way to build this show to help you, the consumer, kind of be a consumer advocate for you. We've got a bunch of different partners uh, all over the show categories, up to 80 different show categories. Uh, We've been speaking a little bit today with... Fred Muth from Tampa Screens and Aluminum, and Millicent Fanison, uh, our legal expert here on the show. I want to talk a little bit about our sponsors, because we've got a sponsor here, Brothers Easy Moving, has been with us for a while now, and they do all kinds of moving. So if you're getting ready to make a move, please get in touch with these guys at Brothers Easy Moving. They do such a good job, interstate or local. Uh, they've moved Brandon into his new place, and he's raving about their crew. They showed up early, went out of their way to package everything up for him. No scratches or dents. Everything gets there uh, 100% as it was before, and they stay till the job's done. He said they had him out there in the dark moving stuff around to try to finish up in time. Big recommendation from Brandon for Brothers Easy Moving. Make sure you get in touch with them for all your moving needs. In addition to having sponsors on the show, one of the things we've become the backbone of the program is our feel-good story. We're going to try to leave you some positivity today. And to that end, I've got a story about an Amazon driver who delivered a package I want to tell you about. So uh, this took place in South Carolina. An Amazon delivery driver uh, left a very special delivery. He said Carlos Pagan and his wife Denise have a sign posted on their door to let visitors know they can't answer the door. Uh, The gentleman was diagnosed with blood cancer in March and is undergoing chemotherapy. Uh, The delivery driver, Antonio, read the note. He said he left the package out there, and he returned later with flowers, a card, and a heartfelt message. It said, uh, Carlos, the gentleman who's quarantined in the house, said it really touched me. For him, especially after he had delivered our package, to come back, he went out of his way to purchase the flowers and card and bring it back to the house. He said uh, when Antonio returned a week later, the two met through a window, again, because of our current situation with COVID-19. A lot of these relationships are going to have to be unusual. So he wasn't changing. He wasn't delivering any packages to us on Sunday. He just wanted to stop by and see that my cancer treatment was going okay. His eyes brightened up when we saw him. I told him, I want you to know you're doing well and you're going to be walking soon. I thanked him, told him it meant a lot that he had to do uh, just to do that for me. He said, for someone that doesn't even know me to come by my window and say in a couple of months, you're going to be okay. You're going to be up and walking. It was just awesome. They did that. And it shows that he went out of his way. So just a story there about someone Going above and beyond, just making sure that he took the first initiative to, we talk about paying it forward or being the first one to do something positive, it'll always come back to you, and you'll feel good about it anyway. I mean, it, I'm encouraging everyone out there, just as Brandon does, may, be the first one, man. Take the first step, be the one, pay it forward, do something positive, and you'll see it come back tenfold almost every single time that works out that way. All right, so we're visiting with Fred and Millie, and we were talking about uh, homeowners insurance and, and modifications. It, it struck me that, Fred, when you go out there and put a cage into a home, uh, you've changed a little bit about the value, and they need to make sure that their policy reflects that. 
That's correct. Uh, when I uh, did, I upgraded mine on the back of the house in uh, 2010, doubled the size. Uh, I I called my insurance agent right away, and they said, "Shoot me photos," and they put it in the file. That way, they know what I have. Uh, you know, because hey, when these when these winds blow down here, um, some of the, you know you don't you don't know what kind of uh, if you don't have a photo, so, something could go away real fast, yeah. and there's no proof of what you have. I worked um, when Charlie went through in '04. I worked that area, um, you know, very sure. very uh, intensely. And there were there were cages and things that just went away. There was no there was no way you could really tell what was there at one point. So it's always good to have the photos. Yeah, we had um, uh, Chuck Peterson from Suncoast Roofing on the show yesterday, and I remember the pictures from his scene in Mexico Beach was just a cement slab. There was no vertical structure around at all. You couldn't tell what the house looked like. That, that's right. And and in our business, for example, um, you know, we because we were talking earlier prior to being on the air today, uh, you know, preventative maintenance. And if you can demonstrate to an adjuster after the problem hits that you did everything in your power to try to make upgrade this and make this thing secure, that's a very valuable tool when you're when you produce a claim. Billy, you found um, that to be the it, case? I, I do, actually. Uh, you know, that. The, you need to upkeep your home. In fact, when they're assessing the cost of your policy, you get rated amongst many factors is the repair of your home. If it's in good repair, you're going to get a better rating and a lower rate on it. If it's an ill repair, you're a bigger risk to the carrier. Ah. And so the other issue is, too, and I, I think Fred touched upon this, was the mitigation factors. You have a duty under your policy to try to mitigate your damages as much as you can. So, for example, if you've got some flooding in your home, get the people out there right away to start the drying process and stuff like that. That will also help um, as far as processing your claim is concerned. Okay. So, Fred, you sure, I'm in, you're gone. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Plus, there's there's the the wind mitigation factor that's uh, that's offered um, by insurance companies now. People can actually pay to have wind mitigation done on their houses mm-hmm. that can reduce your policy your your policy costs. Okay. So just some things to keep in mind if you're dealing with uh, adding a screen room or modifying your house. Again, check the language in your policy and make sure that you've got a plan for coverage of that. Uh, Go ahead, Millie. Tell me a little bit more about checking out your policy. What, what should consumers look for? Is there something that jumps out at a certain section or a thing that they can do? One of the things that I, I get a lot of claims about doing personal injury are dog bites. Mm. And a lot of policies will exclude certain breeds of animals, and other policies will exclude dog bite coverage altogether. Okay. And you have to buy a special rider for it. So you want to make sure that you check your policy, particularly if you have a breed, um, a Rottweiler, a German mm. Shepherd, a Pit Bull, something like that, that are known to bite more than, let's say, other breeds of dogs. Sure. So you definitely want to look at that. The other hot topic is mold litigation. So you definitely want to look at that. Typically, if the mold is caused by something that is already covered under the policy, then the mold will be covered. If it's just pre-existing mold, if you will, that's been around from moisture that you haven't touched on, that may not be covered. So you definitely need to read your policy to check that out. And it seems like you may want to get with uh, Brandon Faust, another partner on the Consumer Quarterback Show from Mold Zero, because that's another area where you're going to need expertise. And it's not often that you run into somebody who understands mold and different types of mold by looking at it and understanding its origin, its age, where it came from, how it got there. So 
again, take advantage of ConsumerQB.com. Check us out. Mold Zero is a great partner. Uh, they've been really providing some information. I had no idea of the amount of mold issues that arise. Our state is big on mold and because of the humidity and whatnot. Right. I'm sure it's in the court system. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's mold everywhere. I've learned more about mold in the past 10 years that I ever wanted to know about mold. I mean, you know, before I just knew it was a fungus. Right. There's all different varieties mm-hmm. of mold. And there's certain molds that'll make you sick, others that won't. Certain molds that'll turn into trees growing off your roof. I mean, all kinds of crazy things. Okay. So you definitely, definitely want to read and your you've policy. And seen, you've seen mold as it relates to the homeowner's policy? Yes, there's mold issues all the time. You know, if you have something, let's say a pipe burst and water seeps and they didn't dry it out properly or whatever and you start getting mold the other thing too is like drywall Mm. Um, when you have mold and the drywall gets wet if they don't dry it out in time or if they don't cut out the affected drywall and fix it you can have a real ugly mold problem in no time at all I've asked, you know, how soon does it take for mold to start developing? It could be within days. So it's something you got to stay on top of. All right, we're coming into the end of the show. Fred, I want to give you a chance to kind of summarize or make a point before we close it up. What's the latest with Tampa Screens and Lumen? What do you want folks out there to know, Fred? Well, um, no matter what you do on these jobs, it's most likely going to enhance the value of the home. And um, it's it, Brandon calls it the in-between space between the inside and outside. And, and I, right. I just use that all the time because it's, <laughs> When you, when you come down from the north and you come to Florida, you, you want to enjoy the outside. You don't want to burn up. So you go to your in-between space, which is between the inside and outside. That's how you Call do it. And, and we're, ready to, we're ready to sell you a patio. That's Fred Muth, Tampa Screens. Millie, how can folks get in touch with you if they want to learn more about the stuff you talked about today? Thank you. I am located at 9020 Rancho Del Rio Drive in Newport Ritchie. And my phone number is one eight three three ask millie That's A-S-K. M-I-L-L-Y. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, guys, for uh, tuning in, and thanks our partners for being on the show today. Another great show. Uh, so Tampa Screens and Aluminum, Fred Muth, longtime friend of the show, and Millicent Afanison, a uh, lawyer, a legal expert here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. You can find them both on ConsumerQB.com. Make an effort to check us out online because we've gone out of our way to provide some information for you folks, and we think there's value here. There's value in the show. There's value for you as a listener, and certainly online you can learn from all our folks, our partners. Check us out, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.